Good morning, listeners. You got to join me in this minute or two of just thanking and praising God for everything. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. I receive it. I cherish it. I appreciate your love. I appreciate your understanding. I am grateful for your forgiveness. I love you, Lord. I praise and worship your name. Only you, God. Only you, sweet Jesus, can make my days happy. And I thank you for doing so. I'm so grateful, Lord. I am so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for every day that the sun rises. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for my listeners. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my friends. My God is an awesome God. Thank you. Amen. Now when I open up my Charles F. Stanley Life Principles Bible Mom, (laughs) I find that they are talking about how to ask God for specific things. And it comes from 1 Kings chapter 3. So make sure you read it if you get a chance today. Many Bible passages challenge believers to ask God for very specific things. So I'm going to read the following familiar verses to remind you how important it is to ask God for the things you need and God expects you to ask. 1 Kings chapter 3 At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream at night and God said, Ask, what shall I give you? Matthew Chapter 21, verse 22, Jesus said, And whatever things you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. John, chapter 16, verse 24, Jesus said, Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally 
and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. And that was James chapter 1, verse 5. So listeners, if we were to summarize these verses, we would find some very clear and concise principles related to our asking. Remember, God expects you to ask. God wants us to ask him to meet all of our needs. God delights in revealing to us his desires and his ways of doing things. We can ask God for all things, including those that relate to the natural world. We are wise to ask in agreement with others. We must always ask in faith and in the name of Jesus. God will respond to our need not in a way that opposes his commandments, but in a way that pleases him and brings him glory. We can be assured, listeners, that whenever we ask God for something, he hears and responds to us, giving us precisely what we need, which may or may not be what we think we need, but it will always benefit us most. The Bible tells us, you do not have because you do not ask. I'm talking to somebody. Okay, James chapter 4 verse 2. You do not have because you do not ask. What things in your life have you failed to ask God? Remember, prayer is life's greatest time saver. And if you fight all your battles on your knees, you're going to win every time. Prayer is the bomb. (laughs) The bomb diggity. Stay right there. Be right back. Thank you, listeners. Stay right there. And now from One Minute Inspirations, let us pray. Let us just free form pray. Dear God, my thoughts go astray often. Sometimes I'm not even sure where these questionable thoughts come from. Help me meditate on your love and the tremendous joy following your precepts gives me. Amen. Jesus, make me over in your image. I want to become more like you every day. In everything I do, I want to honor you. Amen. I'm only human, Lord. How can I have a home and a marriage that reflects your perfect love, your perfect peace? 
I want to grow in these areas. I want to be able to point people to you. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you for my salvation and my new life in Christ. Every day I want to learn more about you so that I can live according to your plan and share your great love with others. Amen. Dear Jesus, give me guidance in ways that I can keep my marriage healthy, I can keep my body healthy, and growing, and loving, and life fun. I want it to be centered on you. Amen. Father, I don't like to think of myself as selfish or better than others, but sometimes I do communicate that. Help me focus on you so that I can present you to others without me getting in the way. Sometimes what I do communicates something different than what I should be doing. Father, thank you for forgiving me and taking care of my past and my future. Help me look forward and look ahead to see how I can serve you and run the course that you have set before me. Amen. Father, you are an awesome God. You not only give me the strength and fortitude I need to make it through my trials, but you also shower me with your joy and your peace along the way. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Listeners, we tend to believe what we hear, what we read, and what we watch. Then you realize there's definitely a need to discern the truth. And that ability comes from learning, growing, and understanding the Bible only. You may want to get involved in a Bible study. You may want to take some classes to further your knowledge. You may want to start memorizing scripture because these are the tools that are going to make you able to separate fact from fiction. You have to become so familiar with the true that you cannot be fooled by the false. And that is exactly what I'm encouraging you to do. Pray with me. Jesus, memorizing takes time and energy, which are in short supply in my life. 
please, Lord, give me the energy boost to open my mind to your word. I want to do everything I can to know truth and learn about you. Amen. Put a pin in it right there. We'll be right back. Here's a story of the riches of God's grace coming from In Touch Magazine. Imagine an elderly couple living in a dilapidated farmhouse. They can barely afford a few groceries and the medications they need. There isn't enough money to keep the heat on all winter. And shortly after they both die, a huge deposit of oil is discovered on the old homestead. All their years of poverty were lived out sitting on top of untapped wealth. Sadly, listeners, many, many, many a Christian goes through life like that elderly couple. They've distilled Christianity down to its most basic parts. God saved me, and someday I'll go to heaven. Spiritually poor Christians fail to tap into the reservoir of God's grace that is available right now. Ooh, I love that word, reservoir. Now, there's no reason to wait until heaven to start enjoying the riches of his favor. He already lavishes them on us. True riches are not measured by your bank account but they're measured by the abundance of God's grace. You've received Christ's righteousness. You've received forgiveness of sins. You've been adopted as God's child. And the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit inhabits you. And there's an eternal inheritance waiting for you. As a joint heir with Christ, you have access to God's riches, listeners, which includes unspeakable joy, unconditional love, and peace beyond understanding. Don't wait until heaven to tap these divine blessings. They are every day in your life. And just start looking at them today if you have to. The riches of God's grace. You know, God's character is misunderstood and distorted by the world. But even believers can have the wrong perception of him. Some see our loving father as an authoritarian, harsh, stingy, 
But every good gift, listeners, every good anything that we have comes from him. So God has freely given us forgiveness, redemption, righteousness, provincial care, adoption in his family, a glorious inheritance in heaven. It is all ours at salvation. And yet somewhere there is a misguided notion among believers that the Lord's grace to us varies according to our behavior or the level of our spiritual maturity. Listeners, it's not true because the Lord never changes. His boundless, unmerited favor is lavished on all of his children, whether they're aware of it or not. And spiritual growth will broaden their capacity to recognize and enjoy it. Our Heavenly Father is by no way tight-fisted. He opens his hand wide. He pours out grace upon us. So instead of sampling meager bites of his word, we need to devour the whole meal every day. We're going to follow the psalmist's advice. He said, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Psalm 34, verse 8. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. When we come back, God will whisper in our ear, calm us down a little, (laughs) give us some comfort and joy. Hold on. Listen carefully to our Lord Jesus. You'll constantly face seemingly impossible situations Let them be what drives you into my presence. I've made you promises and you can rely on them. You'll find yourself at your wit's end, unable to see a way through your situation and desperate for a way out. But remember that I've never failed you. There have been times in the past when you were certain you couldn't go on, fearful that you'd never make it through. Yet you find yourself at this moment before my throne. I will never forsake you. I can do anything in your life. Lift me above your circumstances. I am always faithful to fulfill my promises. So stand firm in your faith upon each of the promises I've made you. You'll need to dive into my word, listening for my still, small voice. I'll guide you in my word, leading you to those promises that you must claim for each and every detail of your life. There is nothing in my word that I have not addressed. I've left nothing undone. 
I am with you to lead you through life with assured hope. And I'm asking you to trust me regardless of how difficult and challenging the circumstances of your life may be. Nothing is too hard for me. Let me do what you cannot. And worship is the greatest evidence of your faith. If you fully trust in my sovereignty, you'll find yourself continually at my feet before my throne of grace. And when you're there, I'm asking you to praise me instead of focusing on your problems. It's a time of surrender, letting go of your pride and acknowledging that I am your God and there is no other. The circumstances of your life may leave you feeling weak, depressed and forsaken, but your feelings do not determine your future, I do. It is when you worship in humility, focusing upon me, that I pour down my grace. It's when you exalt me that everything in your life becomes smaller, including the insurmountable obstacles that stand between you and your faith. It is when you are down on your knees in prayer that you'll find the comfort you need to bring peace to your soul as you wrestle with the frustrations of daily life. Don't miss out on your time with me. Time to simply sit in my presence, to follow me, to assure you of my promises, to simply increase your faith by realizing that I have everything under control. I don't want you to be anxious. I want you to have peace at all times. The peace that surpasses all understanding is found under the shadow of my wings. So come, sit at my feet, rest, and trust. Amen, listeners. I'm not even sure if God says amen, but I know we do. Amen. Jeremiah 32 Verse 17, O Sovereign Lord, you made the heavens and earth by your strong hand and powerful arm. Nothing is too hard for you. Psalm 99, verse 5, Exalt the Lord our God, bow low before his feet, for he is holy. Amen. He is holy. This is a daily podcast and it really does need your support. 
We're on four or five different platforms and God's word is reaching the world little by little, step by step. So please help support us. I know that uh, Spotify and Anchor and other platforms are free to use, but they're encouraging you to make a donation if you can, if your heart guides you that way. Thank you and amen. Listeners, it is just a change of life experience for me to have this daily podcast. It keeps me strong. It keeps me on point. It keeps me healthy. It keeps me wise. It keeps me confident. I feel so loved. I feel supported. And most most importantly, be quiet, Lord. Most importantly, I feel God's hand holding mine. I want you to imagine that for you. Take a moment and feel God's hand holding yours. Bye for now.